0: of Exodus, and then I want you to find the book of Zechariah, Exodus chapter 19, Zechariah chapter 2. Hallelujah. There to my heart Red blood can take a black heart. Wash it white as snow. Hallelujah. Praise God. Only the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you're able to say it, stand for the reading of the word of God today. If you have your Bibles, amen. Have them open. Praise God. If not, have it up on the screen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good to have everybody today. So glad that you're here. Truly mean that. Love everybody this morning. Amen. Truly love and appreciate you. Amen. Exodus 19. We're going to read quite a few scripture here. Then only one verse of scripture in Zechariah 2. We're going to begin at verse 9 in Exodus 19. Everybody have it. Say amen. 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 And the Lord said unto Moses, Lo, well, I come unto thee in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with thee, and believe thee forever. Moses told the words of the people unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go to the people, sanctify them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their clothes. Be ready against the third day, for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. And thou shalt set bounds unto the people round about, saying, Take heed to yourselves, that ye go not up into the mount, or touch the border of it. Whosoever touches the mount shall be surely put to death. There shall not a hand touch it, and he shall surely be stoned or shot through. Whether it be beast or man, it shall not live. When the trumpet sounds long, then shall come. They shall come up to the mount. And Moses went down from the mount unto to the people, sanctified the people, and they washed their clothes. And he said unto the people, Be ready against the third day, come not at your wives. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mount. Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake, and God answered him, by a voice, and the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on top of the mount. And the Lord called Moses up to the top of the mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And let the priests also, which come near the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. And Moses said unto the Lord, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for thou charged us, saying, Set bounds about the mount and sanctify it. And the Lord said unto him, Away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up thou and Aaron with thee, and let not the priests and the people break through to to come up upon the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. And Moses went down to the people and spake unto them. Zechariah chapter 2. And verse 5. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it simply says, For I, saith the Lord, will be unto her a wall of fire round about and will be the glory in the midst of her. Hallelujah. We're going to blast the shofar. We want you to give the Lord praise for his word today. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. We bless you today, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise, God. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated, and if the Lord will allow me, I want to minister on the thought positioned with the fire. Positioned with the fire. Look at your neighbor and say that positioned with the fire. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we have heard the words shift. We have heard the words alignment uh, over the past few years. Amen. Especially since 2020. Amen. Since COVID, amen, uh, uh, came upon the scene and a lot of changes and a lot of things, amen. We heard, amen, uh, uh, many times uh, the the word shift and the word, amen, alignment, amen, and uh, uh, things alluding to that understanding, amen. And while I believe, amen, that those are prophetically significant, I believe there is a shift. and I believe that there is an alignment, amen. And I believe that that has been spoken prophetically, amen. And I, I believe that is truly significant, amen. And it will manifest in fulfilling Joel's prophecy for the last days, amen. That shift and that alignment, amen, will uh, will manifest, praise God. And that Joel's prophecy that in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh, amen. I believe that that will amen, Uh, uh, be uh, uh, significant, that shift and that alignment will manifest in fulfilling that. Uh, But can I say this today, that we have to position ourselves uh, to be in alignment, amen? Uh, We have to position ourselves to be in alignment. It's one thing, amen, for that alignment and the shift to take place, but how many knows, uh, amen, praise God, that you've got to position yourself uh, To be in alignment. And I don't think I gave them this scripture. Psalm 66, 10 through 12. Amen. That's all right. I'm going to read it. Praise God. It says, For thou, O God, hast proved us, thou hast tried us, as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laid affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou bringest us out into a wealthy place. Hallelujah. How many knows, praise God, that God's people have been in the fire? Amen. We see all throughout... Amen, the word of God, hallelujah, where God, uh, not necessarily literally, some were literally in the fire, amen, but uh, the fire representing, amen, trials, the fire representing, amen, Uh, 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 troubled times, praise the Lord, testing, uh, amen, that has been permitted by the hand of God, Uh, hallelujah, praise God, and so as we read there in Psalm 66, amen, it says, you proved us, Uh, You have tried us and as silver is tried, and you brought us into the net and you laid affliction upon our loins, but you have caused men to ride over us, but you have brought us out. Hallelujah. We've been in the fire. And we've been in the water, but you have brought us out. Can I tell you that we as children of God have to know how to handle the fire? Come on, somebody. We've got to know how to handle the fire. If you don't know how to handle the fire, then the fire could very well overtake you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we see this in the word of God that the priests amen and the temple were carefully chosen and they were trained amen hallelujah and what did they do they were trained to handle the fire the fire on the altar of incense the fire amen on, in the menorah praise God in the, uh, amen the lamppost amen the fire on the brazen altar praise God these fires had to be uh, continually burning and so they were trained brother Shane and how to handle. The fire. Aren't you thankful today? Hallelujah. That we have been made kings and priests. Hallelujah. And therefore we are being trained in how to handle the fire. Hallelujah. See, you got to understand. Amen. Praise the Lord. And just stay with me for just a minute. Hallelujah. Amen. In the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. All the way back to chapter 3. We read to you in chapter 19. Amen the conversation between Moses and God. Amen. We find that the children of Israel had already been brought out of Egypt. Amen. God had already given them, amen, the exodus and brought them and was taking them into the place. Amen. A a promise. And God had and Moses had, had a conversation here. Uh, amen. But we got to go back just for a minute to Exodus chapter 3. Uh, amen. Where Moses was really a nobody. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, uh, Amen, that God called Moses from the shepherd's field of his father in law, Jethro. Uh, amen. Moses was simply, man, a shepherd for his wife's father. Uh, amen. That God called him out of. Uh, amen the shepherd's field and the bible tells us shame that moses encountered a burning bush amen we know that the bush was on fire but it was not consumed by the fire hallelujah he encountered a burning bush but here's what i want us to notice amen the words of Moses when he saw the bush hallelujah this was something amen that was not ordinary this was supernatural if a bush is on fire amen that fire is going to consume that bush amen but the more that that fire burned hallelujah praise God the more evident it was that the bush was not being consumed but here's what I want us to look at today Moses said, I'll turn aside and see this. Moses was on a journey. He wasn't real sure where he was going and what he was doing. Amen. Hallelujah. But listen to me. Hallelujah. He repositioned himself. Hallelujah. To view the fire. Can I tell you that if we are going to, amen, see the fire of God. The Bible says that our God is an all-consuming fire fire and I'm telling you I will say this in these last hours we need the fire of God amen in our lives there are attacks coming from every direction hallelujah there is warfare amen above you around you coming from every direction north south east and west hallelujah and now it's northeast northwest southeast southwest Are you with me? Hallelujah It's coming from all directions And we need the fire in this hour Hallelujah So we've got to reposition ourselves Amen To see the fire Hallelujah We've said it before I'll say it again Amen Sunday Amen A Sunday Christian Is not going to get it today In the warfare that's happening We've got to apply what we receive Eve on Sunday uh, to live out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, and Saturday. Come on, somebody, do you understand me? Say with me. Uh, hallelujah. We gotta reposition ourselves. Uh, amen. Hallelujah. Moses said, I'll turn aside uh, so that I can see what's going on. Most of us probably would have been, hey. Out of here, see ya, praise God. I don't want anything to do with that. Hallelujah, listen to me. Amen. But it wasn't until Moses got close that God began to speak to him out of the fire. But listen, God wanted to speak to the whole nation. Hallelujah, but the whole nation was scared. Amen. The whole nation was scared. So Moses had to be the one that had to ascend and go up the mountain to speak to God. Are you hearing me? I thought about something when I was studying this uh, that I'd never really thought about before. And amen, when you look in Exodus 19 of my Bible, the pages are even falling out. I've got so many notes preached out of this, amen, so many times. But uh, the Lord took me back there, amen, for today. But uh, I was thinking about something that I never thought about before. Uh, amen with the story of Moses ascending up Mount Sinai. Uh, did you ever think about what Moses had? to go through to get to the top. Hallelujah. I never quite thought about, you know, we just think, amen, that he obeys God, gets the people sanctified and ready, and amen, God shows up, Moses goes up, hallelujah, but I never thought about what he had to go through, hallelujah, to get up to the top of the mountain where God was, hallelujah, he had to no doubt go through some jungle, amen, up that mountain, the Bible tells us that by the time God called Moses up the mountain, brother Shane, that it was shaking violently that the mountain was quaking the sound of the shofar amen and the lightning and the thunderings we preach there the voice of God hallelujah like thunder praise God the mountain was shaking hallelujah there was smoke A man that had settled in the mountain. So Moses had to go through the jungle. He had to deal with some shaking. He had to make his way through the smoke. In order to get where the fire was. I'm looking for just about three people today. Hallelujah. That will position yourself. Hallelujah. To see the Lord's fire. And knowing how. Hey, ma'am, I don't know about you, but there's lots of smoke right now in the battle. I got all kinds of smoke surrounding me right now. Hallelujah. In the spirit, because the battle is intense. Hallelujah. But it broke. Hallelujah, willing, amen, to go up that mountain. Because you see, it was there that Moses met with God. Hallelujah, it was there. Amen, praise God that God was like a raging fire. See, before he got up there, come on, the Bible says, hallelujah, that there was evidence of fire, but no one could see the fire. Somebody, hallelujah, amen. The people knew amen that it was God, amen, but they were scared. Hallelujah. But Moses had to be able to have the courage and the will of obedience to ascend up that mountain. Just imagine what it would have been like, or what would have happened had Moses not a man had the courage. obedient and i will tell you in these last hours these moments that we are getting a man privileged to have still the grace of god hallelujah the enemy wants to pull you wants to distract you wants to take you away from what matters Because he knows that if you make it up the mountain, he knows that if you endure the shaking, he knows that if you make your way through the smoke, that when you get to the top, you're going to not only see the fire, but the fire is going to speak to you. Oh, come on, somebody. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. This is why you're experiencing, amen, the back sets and all of the things that you're experiencing that I'm here to tell somebody, hallelujah, you're not gonna make it. Hallelujah. Without the fire in these last hours, can somebody give the Lord a shout of praise? don't know what would have happened. You've got to have, you've got to have courage and you've got to have a will to be obedient. If we are going to become a motivating or an active fire for an entire nation or for a harvest, come on somebody, amen, if we're going to be a fire that is going to ignite. We are going to have to have the courage, amen, to say We're going to have to have the, amen, the will to pray anyhow. See, Zechariah, amen, 2 5 says, uh, it's speaking about Jerusalem there. Uh, amen, praise God, hallelujah. But we can apply it to us today that I will be uh, a wall of fire around her, uh, amen, that my glory might be revealed in the midst of her. Uh, Hallelujah, we've got to be surrounded by the fire of God if we're going to survive, amen, in these last hours. Can somebody help me out? Hallelujah, in this place. See, we got to have boldness. we got to be courageous. Amen. That when we feel the shaking, when we hear the thunder, and when we see the fire, we can't turn around and run. We can't retreat. We can't say, you know what, I don't know if I I can do this or not. Amen. Some of you, I feel this right now. Hallelujah. Some of you feel like that you're doing this by yourself in your family, but I'm here to tell you, hallelujah, that if you'll chase after, hallelujah, amen, because where there's smoke, there is fire, if you will follow the smoke, you're going to find the fire, and he said that my fire is like a wall around her, I'm talking to somebody today that needs to understand Hallelujah, that even if no person is standing with you, hallelujah, you stand behind a wall of fire. That will keep you. Come on, somebody, do you understand? Oh, just stay with me for just a few minutes. Hallelujah, we got to listen, look, and go. That's what Moses did. He listened, he looked, and he went. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? Hallelujah, we got to listen, look, and go. Hallelujah, praise God. Touch your neighbor, say, listen, look, go. Listen, look and go hallelujah because god is not finished with us yet amen listen we gotta be like moses and position ourselves for the fire not in the fire but position ourselves for the fire hallelujah touch your neighbor and say do it for the fire hallelujah you say well you don't know what what i'm going through pastor uh no i don't but i can tell you uh amen give you some testimonies uh, amen in the word of god where there were some people uh, amen that dealt with some fire uh, hallelujah but because god Amen. man stayed with them and kept them. Hallelujah. They came out victorious. Remember Joseph? Hallelujah. All Joseph ever dealt with was betrayal. He was betrayed by his brothers. He was betrayed by the ones who bought him into slavery. He was betrayed by a man Potiphar's wife. A man in Hallelujah. A man in the palace in Pharaoh's house. A man he was betrayed a man by those he was in Prison with. Hallelujah. But can I tell you what? Hallelujah. Whatever position we are in, you're just going to have to get past it. Whatever position that you're in, hallelujah, you're just going to have to get over it. Somebody hurt your feelings. Get past it. Somebody offended you. Get past it. The church didn't do this for you. Get past it. The church wasn't that for you. Get past it. Come on somebody. Do you hear me? You say, well, you don't know how it hurts. Call Joseph and ask him what it feels like to be betrayed. What it feels like to be thrown into prison. And Joseph had a word. He had a prophetic word. Oh, hallelujah. Look at Job. Job was left alone, all he was left with a, a man was a spirit Anytime you can, anytime you're able, come on somebody, hallelujah, amen, that's a good place to start, amen, but you can position yourself by, by prayer, by fasting, amen, by praise and by proclamation, keep on proclaiming. Hallelujah, what does say of the word of God? Even though you don't feel it, even though you don't smell it, even though you don't see it, all I can smell is smoke. Hallelujah, praise God. Amen, that's a good sign. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? That means there's a fire somewhere. Oh, come on, hallelujah. And you just got to be willing to get through the smoke. Amen, you just got to be willing to get where the fire is. Oh, come on, somebody, do you hear me? God didn't, amen, supernaturally transfigure Moses from the base of Sinai up to the top. He said, Moses, come on up. Come on up the mountain. Hallelujah. We're waiting for God to supernaturally, amen, praise God, make a deposit. He's already made that deposit with the first blood that was shed on Calvary. That deposit's already been made. And if you've got a word in you, you've got a prophetic word, personal or amen praise God out of the word you got a seed in you there's your deposit what you got to do now is make a proclamation that is for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord no weapon formed against me shall prosper this is my heritage this is what my forefathers hallelujah lived and declared that you don't know how bad so and so was talking about me amen listen did you forget the rest of that scripture Every tongue that rises up in persecution against you shall be brought down, not by you, given a tongue to last and back. To be the roar of the Lion of Jesus. We got to be the one that releases that roar. But here's the thing to be able to stand behind the fire, you got to first go through it. Yeah, right. yeah. <coughs> if this fire is all around us, in order to stand behind that wall, you gotta first go through it. So if you're gonna if you're gonna stand behind the fire, if you're gonna position yourself with the fire, you gotta first go through it. Come on, Well, I thought I was, but I'm just not seeing the evidence. Oh, help us, Jesus. I'm not seeing the evidence. See, we may not see all the blessings of what we go through. Why? Because everything we go through is not exclusively for our benefit. Right. Oh, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> everything that we go through, I will. Everything that we go through is not exclusively for our benefit. Right. Moses had no idea what God was doing. Are you with me? Remember David? David fought all the battles, but he never saw the day when the temple was built. David went through all the hell. David ran. David hid from the enemy. David, even though he fell, David did all the things. He fought all the battles, but he never saw the day when the temple was built. And that was his greatest desire was to have a place for the presence of the Lord to reside. But he never saw the day He never got to experience that. See, God realizes something. God realizes that we don't understand what he's doing. You have to know that he knows what he's doing. But you don't have to know. You don't have to be in the know. And God realizes that you don't have to understand what he's doing. So he realizes that it can be a little bit treacherous. He realizes that it can cause a little bit of anxiety. He realizes that it can bring about doubt. God realizes that he prepared for that. He set us up that we can't fail. I didn't say fall. I'm talking about fail at making progress at, at going in this journey with a relationship with God. He made it to where we can't fail with that because Jesus covered it all. He covered. He's got that covered. So he realizes that you don't understand what he's doing. Because, again, it's not always for our benefit. Pain, grief, sorrow, long-suffering, Many times that's not for your benefit. But it's for the benefit of someone else. Amen? Are you with me? Just hang with me. Now, when you look at verse 9 in Exodus 19, it says, the Lord said to Moses, I'm going to come to you in a thick cloud that people may hear when I speak with you. So they knew God was there. But they were scared to go up, and they were told not to go up. He said, so that they may hear and they might believe you forever. That stuck out to me today, too. I've never caught that before. Belief. Right. We would, we would think that he would say they could believe me forever. But he said, so they can believe you forever. Now We're still believing. That forever is now. Not just the people that were down at the bottom of the mountain. Amen. Because Moses died. Right? He said so they can believe you forever. Believe what? That I have seen the Lord. I had saw the fire of God. He has spoken to me that they might not doubt, that they might believe you forever. Amen. So again, hallelujah, it was not a man for his benefit as much as it was for theirs. See, we encounter the fire so others can know God. That's why we encounter the fire, not to get blessings to get all of these things, but we encounter the fire so that others can know him. So that others can believe. Come on somebody. When you say hallelujah. I've seen the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm surrounded by a wall of fire. Amen. He said so that uh, people will hear when I speak. And believe you forever Moses. So then the Bible says they had to wash their clothes.
1: Let's look at Malachi chapter three
0: and verse two. Who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller's soap. This is literally. This is literally meaning when, when when God reveals, when God appears, when God when God brings a man His Himself, when God brings uh, His presence, amen, man uh, who shall abide in that day, huh, who shall stand when He appears. Are you hearing me? Ha, hallelujah. He said, "For He is like refiner's fire." Right. We're talking about amen, fire. Praise God, but it says. I uh, also like fuller's soap. When you look at the, amen, the the word fuller's soap, it is the same Hebrew word that is used in Exodus when God said, wash their clothes. Tell them to wash their clothes. Amen, so the, the fuller's soap... When you understand this context, hallelujah, it was the washing of clothes by stomping them with the feet or beating them against a rock and wringing them out, hallelujah. Praise God. Fuller soap was literally likened unto bleach. So when you would put that fuller soap, hallelujah, on that piece of cloth, amen, hallelujah, and you stomp on it, hallelujah, and you grind it amen, against, uh, amen, the ground, the surface, uh, to do what? To get out all of the dirt, to get out everything that makes it dirty, or you pound it against the rock, uh, amen, to beat out the dirt, uh, and to beat out all of the stains, uh, hallelujah praise God it's going to be bleached amen it's going to be completely uh, amen cleansed hallelujah that's what amen they were doing hallelujah see we've got to endure amen and let that endurance be the purifying amen that will take place cause he said when I come I'm going to purify there's going to be some things because amen there's some things in us that God needs to get out right there's some things that god needs to do but when he gets done hallelujah it's like bleaching us hallelujah what the blood of jesus amen washes us white as snow are you hearing me Hallelujah! So we got to endure and let it take out the pain, the things, Amen, that calls us to be resistant, Amen, to the will of God. We've got to let the, Amen, Hallelujah, let the fire, let the tribulation, let the circumstances, Amen, purify us so that we can be ready and we can endure. That's why they had to wash their clothes. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, amen, amen, so that we don't allow fear, anger, or bitterness, amen, to be the result, amen, of our endurance. Come on, somebody, help me. See, our reaction doesn't make a difference. You can get angry and spout your opinion. Amen. You can even put it on Facebook. But at the end of the day, it don't mean anything. It is not going to literally doubt that it's going to change anything or anybody except you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, praise God. Our reaction is not going to make a difference. But our response does. Hallelujah. Praise God. The way that we act. Amen. Is it going to make that much of a difference in the situation But how we respond does? See, hallelujah, if you pray instead, hallelujah, that, amen, is a response that's going to, amen, it calls a difference that prayer, see our anger and our bitterness and our jealousy and our envy. Who am I talking to today? I don't know who the Lord's talking to today. Hallelujah. But that stuff, uh, amen, is not going to make a difference. But if you respond, see, that's just a reaction. But if you respond with prayer and proclamation and praise, hallelujah. See, what is a reaction? A reaction is the result of extreme rightism. I said a reaction is the result that I'm right and you're not. A reaction is, a re- amen, an extreme rightism. Hallelujah, praise God. But a response is an answer. Amen. When you give a response, you give an answer. When you give an, a reaction, you give an emoji. But when you respond, you're able to give an answer. Be ready to give an answer for your faith and your joy. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? Social media's got the world so messed up, and even the church, sadly, amen, people, click and like in the name of holiness, hallelujah, and God is not moved at all, God is not impressed at all, hallelujah, so uh, amen, you can click all the anger emojis and the all of those that we want to, and amen all of those that we want to that's just a reaction hallelujah that's just that's how I see it so that means what I see is right but a response will give an answer amen what's the best way to respond when all hell comes against you what's the best way to respond when we're going through the smoke and the shaking is happening and we know there's fire somewhere close but we're just not sure how long it's going to take to get to it but we know when we get to it, God's going to speak to us through the higher pray. That's going to give an answer. Fast, make a proclamation. Lift your hands and praise Him anyhow. Come on, somebody, do you understand? We got our, we've got our, our camper parked at uh, a campground in Sudbury. We had all these plans yesterday morning. Drug Connor out of bed early. <coughs> Love his heart. <laughs> okay. Had everything loaded in the truck, kept everything. We we get all the way there. You know, the campground's closed, you know, uh, but, but we're, we're working there for the season. And anyway, I, we get all the way back. I backed the truck up to the camper, and I said, I forgot the hitch. Oh, Connor said, you're kidding me. right? I'm like, no. Oh, and then I clicked. I didn't even bring the camper keys. Oh, I had everything else. And we had to move the camper. That was the purpose of going, so that we could we could we could secure the man the ground and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't like that. So we had to drive back to Grove City, get the hitch and the keys, and we're we're, we're driving. God said, I'm just glad it was was Jeff and not anybody else. And I said, I'm trying right now, because I was so frustrated with my set my head. I said, I'm trying right now not to drive this truck right in those woods, because I'm so ticked at myself. <coughs> it's not for forgetting, for forgetting the hitch. The man's like, you didn't get the hitch. So I was trying to respond and not react. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and seriously, just about that minute on the radio came that song Praise. <laughs> so I just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So, so, so the response and the reaction are two different things. And we cannot react if we'll stop reacting to the smoke and the shaking and respond. Come on somebody, do you can hear me? Hallelujah. Then we're going to find that, that that fire becomes a place of safety. It's a safe place. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it and they are kept safe there. Hallelujah, it's a place of safety. Amen, but what about this, what about that? Understand this. Hallelujah, if you have to, in order, if, in order for you to stay behind the fire, if you've got to go through the fire to stand behind it, that means anything or anybody that gets to you has to go through the fire first. When you are surrounded by the fire, when you, hallelujah, seek, hallelujah, After the fire, you, amen, are allowing the Lord, amen, that fire, whatever gets to you and gets through you, amen, praise God, it has to go through that fire first. And if it lasts through that fire, then God's allowed it to get to you, and you can know that it's only going to last for a specific amount of time. And no matter how long it lasts, you are guaranteed that it's not going to take you out because we've been through the fire. We've been through the water, but the Lord brought us out into a wealthy place. Come on, somebody. Do you hear me? That's when you start the proclamation. This ain't going to take me down. This ain't going to take me out. This is only temporary. It's not scripture, but this too will pass. Why? Because he said, when thou passest through the waters, I am with you. When We are only passing through this world. Come on, somebody, this world... He said in verse 12, 19 and 12. Pull that back up for me for a second. Nine, Exodus 19 and 12, sorry. <coughs> Thou shalt set limits, boundaries unto the people round about, saying, Take it yourself that you go not out into the mount, touch the border of it. Whosoever touches it shall surely be put to death. See, he had to set limits for the people. He said, Don't go up on the mountain. Don't even touch its base. If you do, you'll be put to death. Come on, somebody. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. He said, Don't go until the shofar sounds. Until the trumpet sounds long. Don't go. Until you hear that, why? When, when 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 he was the one, they were the ones that really he was speaking to, right? He, they're, they're the ones he needed to get their attention, amen. But God said, "You got to set boundaries. Got to you got to limit. They can't they can't come up. If they do, if they'll be put to death." Now let's look at let's look at verse twenty two. Can, can you find verse twenty two for me? He said, let the priests also, which come near the Lord, sanctify themselves, lest the Lord break forth upon them. Now give me, now give me verse 24. Please. And the Lord said unto him, away, get thee down, and thou shalt come up in Aaron with thee, but let not the priests and the people break through to come up unto the Lord, lest he break forth upon them. <coughs> now even the priests, of never paid attention to the But he said, "Tell the priests to even sanctify themselves." Now the priests were already sanctified, or they were. That's why they're priests, right? They're set apart. They're already exclusively designated for that. So, in the mind's eye, they're not like the average Joe. So, right? They're already set apart. They're already sanctified. But what's he what, what, what's he say? He said, let them sanctify themselves lest the Lord breaks forth upon them. That 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 word break is the Hebrew word paretz. We preached on that before. Peretz means to expand, to increase, or to spread. So they had already been set apart. They had already, if anybody should have been allowed to go up to the mountain with Moses, it should have been the priests. They were already sanctified. But the fire required deep consecration. So the usual last month's consecration, last year's consecration, and gonna we'll get it hear me and and he said if they do if they proceed forward and if they don't sanctify themselves and if they don't set do what I say he said then the fire or I will spread because he was the one who consuming fire because I will spread and it'll consume them If they if, if they come up into this and they're not prepared, then I will spread and I will consume them. I'm talking about being positioned with the fire. Amen? He said, if they don't, then then I will spread, I will break out, I will, I will, the fire will spread, and it will consume them. When a, it's like when a, when a volcano is getting ready to erupt, there's a shaking that takes place. There's a quaking, there's, there's, a, there's a, 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 a rumble, there's a movement that, that precedes tremors. Things precede that. We've seen a lot of unusual volcanic eruptions here recently. Hawaii, Russia, Iceland, Mexico. And then we've seen uh, a, a lot it, in the Philippines and in, 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 in Peru, some of those places. And then uh, there's been unusual volcanic eruptions. But there's always a warning. And they, 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 they evacuate when they feel the warning. Right? Because there's there's a boundary that's going to be set. Because if they don't, then that will spread and do what? It will destroy them. It will consume them. God, God gave them that the, the mountain shook and the sound of the shofar and the thunder and the lightning and they knew he was there. Amen. And, and, and even though they were scared, the Bible says they literally trembled in the camp. You know there's always a merit in the crowd. And even though God told them, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> going to make their way just to see if they can get a little closer. Just to see what's going on behind the smoke. Come on. But God said, tell them. If they do, they can't even touch the base of the mountain. That means they cannot even step at the foot of the mountain to try to. Come on, because you know. I know some of y'all know I know you. Be like, you hear anything? You hear what he's saying? <laughs> Telling you the truth. Come on. Hallelujah. But God gave him that warning, and I'm, I'm saying that to say this: that don't think you can proceed up the mountain without first washing your clothes and getting yourself prepared. See, the Lord is coming, but are we prepared for his coming? And the evidence of fire is all around right. us. When I was in West Virginia last week, there were there were wildfires there. I could smell the smoke where I was at. There were wildfires there because it was so dry. And and I didn't realize that. They, had, they were experiencing wildfires. And the pastor said, you smell the smoke? I said, yeah, actually I do. I have live in West Virginia. I saw people burning wood. You know, burning people. out, Burning something. You know. I just, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Kidding, kidding. I mean, That's probably Too much. <laughs> like, Thank God. She'll so get told. He'll hey, get told what I said. Living out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Amen. Keep on going through the smoke. But <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. he said, because the, the mountains are on fire. <laughs> I said, I thought, thanks for telling <laughs> me that before I came. <laughs> that was my first song. <laughs> well, the hotel was just. Right on the side of the mountain. <laughs> I smell smoke, that means there's a fire closed, right? And, my glasses, and I tried my track, I was like, oh. He <laughs> 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 said it's supposed to rain tomorrow, so will it, be uh, the guy's like, ooh, hallelujah. They like to hear the sound, like, is right in the abundance of rain, but wildfires. I thought about that this morning how we're seeing so many have been happening I I, I, I just looked it up just because of curiosity but as of this morning there were, there were 20 states in the United States experiencing wildfire. 20 states in this country. 298 fires were active as of this morning in the United States. And it that those fires were on 360,382 acres of land. See, fire will do some things. Fire will move some things, amen? But when we look at the word fire in Hebrew, it's the Hebrew word ash. It's where we get, uh, it, it, uh, it comes from, the root word from, uh, the, the word for wife is ishah amen and uh, praise God husband a- uh, Aish so we see we see that fire connected there amen there's a connection there amen but uh, uh, that word fire it means a flame but here's what you got to understand it's a burning flame that's never to be extinguished so that means it's never to go out so when he said I have surrounded her with a wall of fire that means that the flame will never be extinguished and that if you stay behind the fire and you position yourself with the fire, that fire is never going to be extinguished. Therefore, you're never going to have to worry about what comes and what stays. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So in these last hours, as we position ourselves with the fire, see, the people have to submit to God in order to be behind the Fire. I want them to get ready to come to the music. See, I never even said I was almost done one time today. <laughs> somebody, somebody write that in your diary, <laughs> put that in your prayer journal. <laughs> Half the worship team is probably in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> But these are serious times that we're living. Well, I know I said a lot of few things today, being lighthearted. But this is a serious concept. If you don't get Position with the fire in these last days I'm not sure what's going to happen. Because of the assaults and the things that are happening and taking place young people you gotta get you gotta be real in your relationship with God. I'm so thankful for all of the young people. So thankful for them. But they want them to have a real experience of the fire of God. To know that when they go home, when they go to school, that the Lord's got them surrounded with a wall of fire. And that's the position they want to stay with. Across this place today, I pray for us as a people. God, remove from us pride. that from us God help us with our soulish attitudes help us God those soulish attitudes of self-centered self-promotion self-loathing help us with our soulish mindset We want to be positioned with the fire in these last days. We want to be positioned, put ourselves behind the fire so that the glory of God can be revealed. I don't know if you're here today. You're lost and you don't know Jesus. I want you to choose today. (coughs) Choose salvation. Choose Jesus. Respond. With an answer. Don't just react. To the opportunity. listen, look, and go. Say yes. So if you're here today as they begin to worship, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus, he's waiting for your response.